Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show. You had a whole week to prepare a different intro for the program, and this is what you come up with. The same old, same old. Are you okay, buddy? Yes, I am, but I was hoping something fresh and exciting would happen today. You're a little wound up. What do you want to talk about first? Oh, I got lots about, of stuff. Did you bring some Fox News clippings? I did. I, did. I got week. the funnels in my ear. How about your <laughs> CNN funnels? Are they good? I don't have <laughs> CNN funnels. I have one MSNBC funnel on one side and a, a CNN one on the other. It's got Michael Avenatti tuned in just perfectly so oh, we can yeah. talk about him. Yeah, we need to. We need to discuss how the media just fawned over this guy, and now, <laughs> boy, they won't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Did he not get sentenced and indicted on the same day? Pretty much so. Okay, I thought so. Because right. he pled guilty. Oh, and he was so contrite. <laughs> but I, I just <laughs> love so the view and how they were just fawning over him. Oh, you're you're Donald Trump's biggest nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's one 800 795 9565. A lot has happened since we last spoke. President Donald Trump, uh, let's see, spoke at CPAC yesterday, so kept them fired up. And let's see, he also launched a lawsuit against your favorite topic, the uh, social media companies. As well he should have, and I hope he does well with it. <laughs> right, claiming that we need bigger government to control private media, if nothing else. Okay, so, all right, so we can talk about that. Uh, do you think that lawsuit will go anywhere? Would be a valid question to come from that. Our our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, uh, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM in your text, and uh, we'll open that up and get that going. We want to talk about a good sponsor. We mentioned him last week a couple times during our Best of segments. It's the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street to Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. we got one call waiting this morning and another one coming in. But the Sunbury Motor Company, uh, 4th Street Sunbury, 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf, uh, they invite you to do what I have done. And that's go down there and uh, look at the vehicles that they do have on board. They do have some new vehicles, not a ton of them anymore because of the chip shortage. But you can do what I did, order up a couple of 2-3 f one fifty so that they'll come in uh, probably later this month or early next month. And then we'll see uh, if we, you can can buy one of those vehicles. But you can check out online specials that they still have. You can still build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, uh, or Lincoln Automobile to your precise specification. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes 
of Trucks, Master Towing Service, Parts Department, Alignment Shop, a Body Shop, and uh, Paint Shop, and Nitrogen for Tires, and whew, Sunbury Motor Company. I'll tell you what, very comprehensive uh, place to be. Say hi to Tom and the rest of the crew while you're down there. And Jeff Clock, who's uh, large and in charge, and Ernie and Austin over at the Kia dealer. They would love to help you out. So start out at Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. Well, we still have that second call coming in. We do have a call coming in, but we have a caller who is waiting. Eric has been anxiously dialing up every day last week, but now he's on the radio. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome (laughs) back, and thank you for taking my call. And it is strange you said about dialing last week. I actually did dial in last (laughs) week, not realizing that... uh, it was what? What do you guys call it when you're not there? The best of. Show? We realize that we realize on, that's on a, we realize that's an oxymoron, but it's the and best we can the do. Phone rang and rang and rang and Dean was on there to at least pick up the phone and say, "Yo, quit calling." Uh, on the mark, OTM, right? On the mark. I guess last week it meant off the mountain because you boys weren't around. Uh, so what's on I'm your mind? I'm going to go a different perspective today, men. You're going I'm going conservative? To say I'm disappointed. Disappointed with my neighbors here in Snyder County. Did you happen to read the article in the paper yesterday about our COVID 19 and the vaccination rate here in the essential Susquehanna Valley? No, I didn't read that. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm disappointed. I really am. I thought uh, statewide we're about, what, 60 plus percent. I thought locally here, rural area people, be a little less than that. And I was actually shocked. Uh, care to care to take what's your best guess, both of you guys? Uh, what's our vaccination rate? Let's just say Snyder County. Well, uh, g- given, given your anger or concern about it, I would say probably somewhere in the neighborhood of forty-five percent. Let's say thirty-five. Go ahead. What is it? Better mark. Yeah, one in three. One in three. Thirty-three point eight percent. Hmm. Um, That's I'm, surprising. I'm, I'm disappointed. I really am. I'm disappointed. And. Um, we have had, according to the CDC, there's about 41,000 folks in Snyder County, give or take. Um, we've had, guess how many cases? Confirmed cases? I don't. We can't play the guessing game. If okay, you know, 30, tell 30, us. Okay, <laughs> uh, agreed. 3,700, so about almost one in 10. Confirmed deaths, 86 confirmed deaths. So, so it, it, it's a real thing. It's happened. But here's why I'm disappointed, okay? You get the shot, you don't get the shot. That's, that's a personal decision. But when your personal decision then can affect me, and I hate to do this, but it's a litmus test that I can only use, and I've used it before. I can use Walmart, because I would say that's a central area where I see most of my neighbors, or the largest part of my neighbors, the few times I go there, it's usually fairly busy. And I, I go through Walmart, I look how many people are wearing masks. And during the COVID time, it was, it was climbing up there, because they were making you wear masks on the way in. Now it's on the honor system. And there's a sign going into Walmart, and that sign says, you do not no longer have to wear a mask if if you are vaccinated. <laughs> okay? So that's the rule. That's the Walmart rule. So it's a Walmart rule, just like there's a rule, you know, you're not supposed to shoplift. All right? There's a rule. Now, is it enforceable? No, it's not. But there's a rule. Okay? So if you are following the rules, if you have not had your vaccination, I'm going to throw in the 3,700 who've had, their, uh, who've had COVID and have perhaps active immunity. So I'll throw in that number. I should still see then half, half the people in there wearing masks. And I see maybe one in 20, one in 20. And that means that my, my fellow Snyder Countyans are flaunting the rules. They're not, they're breaking the rules. 
whether you like it or not. Well, you might want to concede. You might want to concede that not everybody who shops in Walmart is from Snyder County. Okay, glad you brought that up. Uh, <laughs> just I'm out of I'm not. just I saying. You, no, I was gonna, hope you're going to bring that up. Percentage rates in Montour County are highest, 60.7%. Northumberland County, 43.6%. Union County, 38.5%. So I would say that 95% of our people we're seeing there are from probably one of those counties. So there you go. So. Okay. Well, but it, how many people are getting the disease? That's uh, the, really the operative thing is uh, if you have 41,000 people that got it, about a third of the people are vaccinated. And, of course, what, 1% have had the, the disease. You have a pretty good immunity going, and you also have X number of people who have had the disease and didn't get significantly ill from it. And so I would... You but know, if you're fully protected, if you're vaccinated and fully protected, protected, you right. know, what, what, are you what, what are you worried about? I mean, <laughs> so, it either works or it doesn't work. But, if it uh, works. but you can still be disappointed in the numbers, and that's what oh, Eric well, is well, saying. Oh, well, let me see. Do, and my seven- and nine-year-old grandkids, hmm. oh, my gosh, they're not vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> not neither yet. are all the school children. Well, oh. my 12-year-old my grandson hey, do I is. I want to have my kids have to wear masks next, you know, in the, in the, in the fall? Do I want to go to a football game live? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Get vaccinated or stay the heck at home. But what are That's the new? Ca- what are the number of new cases? That's the key. How many new cases? Up six, according to if you listen to your own news report, they're on on, on CBS up sixty six percent. Yeah, but none of the none of the counties around here are in the heavy spread. Most of them are light. Not yet, Joe. Not yet. Well, you're a pessimist, Eric. <laughs> no, I'm a realist. <laughs> I think you're a nervousist. <laughs> no, I want to go to a football game. I want to be able to take my kids and not having to slap a mask on and make sure before they get out of the car when I drop them off. Oh, you forgot your mask. I, I want to feel safe. I want to be. I want to be able to go and shop and, and be able to breathe. And yes, I've been vaccinated. My whole family has, except for the kids. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but we have responsibility here. We're responsible. I would hope we're a responsible society. And unfortunately, my neighbors are now. A bunch of them are showing. I don't care. Either I don't believe in this or whatever, and I don't have to follow the rules. But there's the other side of this coin, too. Eric, there's the the other side of this, too. And I look at my son and my grandsons. My son, uh, everybody except my youngest grandson, who's two and a half or pushing three, is vaccinated. But my son still likes my older grandson to wear a mask when we go somewhere. So, you know, and I keep saying, well, you know, we're, we're fully protected. We're immunized. We've had the shots. Why are we worried about still wearing a mask if we believe that the vaccinations are workable or that they work for us? Because your son is right, because apparently seven out of ten of our neighbors aren't. But and if I am, there is a reason to be if scared. I am, why would I wear a mask? I mean, if that's but the whole reason. Okay, go ahead. That's the whole reason I got the vaccination. I wanted to see my grandsons, and I wanted to be protected. So I have the vaccination. I have had no adverse impacts from it. I think anybody who doesn't take it, gee, I, I disagree with them, but I guess it's their, their choice. It seems to me rather foolish not to, not to take it, to be honest with you. I agree with you on everything you said. I mean, it's sad that people aren't taking it for whatever reason, whether they believe it's an intrusion by the government or whether they believe it was a rushed vaccine and well, we don't chips. know what the long-term Computer effects are going to be. Computer chips in the vaccine. Who, oh, really? Gee, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> one of the fears. Really? Computer chips and vaccine. Hard is, must be okay, really just tiny. report the news, okay. <laughs> okay? Right. But, you know, so we've we've done the things individually that we think are important. 
And then I would say I'm at ease with that. I'm comfortable. I go to the gym every morning. I'm sure the vast majority of the people there may not be vaccinated at all, but I am. I wipe down the equipment. I clean clean everything when I'm done with it. I use hand sanitizer when I get back in the car. The minute I get in the house, I wash my hands. So I'm doing all those things because they're important to me. But if they're not important to someone else, I can't live their life. You know, and I'm not going to chastise them for making a decision that I might not agree with, but I don't understand their motivation for either. And stay away. And stay away from <laughs> us, who, who, for those who can't or aren't. Yeah, I don't, I don't have this. Well, I, I have, All the I, rules, follow what the big sign at Walmart says. If you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. If you are vaccinated, don't. If you choose not to wear a mask and you're not vaccinated, stay the heck out. So Call how, in and the little car thing on the curb, which my dad still does. What, uh, what, what rate of, or what, what form of investigation would you suggest we employ at Walmart and other places like that? <laughs> Somebody to question you as you enter the door? Because I would hope that some folks, maybe one or two, I'm, and, and probably not, but I, I, I like to think a lot of people listen to your show. I like some people to think, oh, maybe I should rethink this. Maybe I'm right. I have been breaking the rules. There is a reason for the rules. And, you know, maybe, maybe I should consider this. And I'll throw this out. I want to go to a football game at Seals Grove High School. You've Texas. thrown that out. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to be able to go and, and celebrate with hundreds, if not thousands, of my people without a mask on. Okay? But if the rates come back up, what's going to happen? And the rates are coming back up different places. And if two-thirds of our people here in Snyder County and the central Pennsylvania area are not vaccinated... How soon before we're the next? Well, that's the rates are going up because of the Delta variant, right. which is not. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right, Mark. Oh, jeez, how did I miss that? Because the Delta variant will hit the border of Pennsylvania and skirt around us. It won't come through here because, well, we have no people traveling through Pennsylvania on Route 81 and Route 80 from other places where the Delta variant is high, do we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that it's not significantly present you know, you in Pennsylvania. Missed your, you missed your moment. calling, Eric. You should have been a preacher. <laughs> um, I do actually stand in from time to time. And, I'm not I surprised. Heart, thank you. I'm, I'm not I'm, surprised. I'm, I'm, One I'm, of I'm, our. Uh, I know you weren't doing that lightly, but <laughs> I have a heart for people. I have a heart for my neighbors, and I have a heart for kids. And the only way we're going to get through this, because I think this is going to rebound on us, if we start following the rules getting vaccinated or wear a mask. Okay, well, we have another caller pending, but one All of right. our, just in, as a grace note to this, one of our textures says, Eric, you're vaccinated, so you're safe, right? If you're not, why did you inject an experimental serum into your body? <laughs> I'm safe, and again, I'll throw this out to these people. My seven- and nine-year-olds aren't. Okay, fair enough. They're not. Thanks, They're not. Eric. And they can't be until they get this going. So you know, guess what, folks? And you know what? Young people die at a lower rate, but they die. Thanks, Rev. Appreciate your call. You bet. <laughs> Take care. And, and God bless you. And, and you as well. And you as well. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Lance, stand by. We'll take a quickie break. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. On WKOK's numbers from Thursday to Friday, there were no new cases in Snyder County. None at all. So the numbers have been going up, just one or two cases in each county. And I think that's why some folks in Snyder County and everywhere else are saying, well, maybe I don't need to get it. The cases are few. And, uh, you know, if yes, the potential exists that you get pretty darn sick, but those are... um, very rare. And people who are vaccinated don't have much to worry about. It's well, and then 95% of those cases are people who are unvaccinated. Younger people don't tend to get it. People who have type O blood of any, you know, don't seem to get it as bad or at all. You know, there are also people who have had immunity or people who have had it don't really need the vaccine. So you have to include those numbers into those. But can get it for added assurance. Right. But they, they don't especially need it, right? Uh, well, it's still a good idea to boost your immunity as much as possible. The Delta variant's extra contagious. So if you get near it or somebody has it or you're near somebody, you could get it. So uh, you don't want to get it even mildly. You don't want to be that one in a thousand. <laughs> That's well, the goal. I mean, That's one lottery. You don't want to win. I, I will concede, Eric, a point. Um, we don't want to become overconfident that uh, what we've done so far is good enough. I mean, we've seen this thing spike and go down and spike and go down before. So, I mean, it's prudent to take the precautions or at least keep the precautions. If you're not vaccinated, to wear the mask, you know, wash your hands, clean them, use hand sanitizer, all those things. I mean, it makes sense to continue doing that. Don't. And I'll, there's a side benefit. I don't know about you, and I'm going to knock on wood when I say this. I haven't had a cold since this started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. And very few flu cases uh, during the whole winter season. All right, so that's the COVID. If you would like to uh, send us a note on that pos- that topic, uh, send it to 70236. Include the keyword OTM at the very beginning and then your message. One of our listeners did email a note. Go ahead, Joe. Said, Eric, wear double masks and you'll be fine. Yeah, double mask plus vaccination. That <laughs> is as safe as you can get. All right, other than just staying home. Lance, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting through all of that very patiently, so we appreciate that. Go ahead, you're on the mark. Well, sir, I'd like to say welcome back. Thank, Thank you. you. And I would uh, like to uh, compliment you on your impeccable choice of material for the On the Mark program. Oh, the best of. Yeah, you heard yourself a couple times, I hope. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, though. <laughs> Besides me, I guess. Well, anyway, uh, what I was wanted to talk about here, you were talking, there was an individual who was killed on a motorcycle when a deer jumped on them. And uh, I add that to my uh, ropes gallery of those. I now have 14 in the last 40 years. And why I did that was because I was knocked off a motorcycle by a deer back in 82. And I went rolling down the road at 60 miles an hour. Felt like one gigantic toothache for about three months. But I had on, at the time, the best helmet you could buy, a Bell Star. You know, these are the ones that dull the 
Grand Prix drivers were wearing at the time, and the thing looked like you took a rasp to it the whole way around. That would have been my head. Now, to this day, I have a, a list to the right, and don't comment about that. <laughs> and I kind of... I kind of... Oh, you nipped that in the bud. Well, yeah. <laughs> Take right. away all our fun. <laughs> right. And I kind of walk like Sasquatch, but I'm in good shape. And all you know, that whole thing, they gave me pain pills, but I wouldn't take one simply because I had seen so many of my friends a decade or two earlier <coughs> who had just got hooked on the doggone things. And all what they were giving me was Tylenol cut with codeine. And after I just tried one of them, I thought, nope, this isn't it. But I did go through a lot of pain. Well, that was uh, Tylenol 3, right, back in the day? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, they yeah, call yeah. it. So, yeah. where's this leading? Just out of curiosity, I mean, are you you want to well, okay. get rid of the deer or <laughs> no, get no, rid no. of the motorcycles? Here's no, here's here's the deal about uh, Eric's call. It's the same mentality that don't wear helmets. That either this can't happen to me, or these things will kill you, and it's the whole thing. And it's the same folks. Um, They'll go to the racetrack and they'll see their favorite driver go end over end at some unbelievable speed and then show up on the pit wall waving to everybody. Or somebody they hold off in the ambulance and a half hour later they get a call, yep, I'm going to be all right, a couple cuts and scrapes. And they were wearing seatbelts, you know, and a helmet there. And now we get down here to the um, different diseases, you know, like the COVID. Now, these are people who are farmers and have seen uh, terrible diseases decimate the swine herds, the poultry flocks, and here came these awful pharmaceutical companies riding in like the U.S. Cavalry and uh, cured the whole thing. But when you say you're getting that shot, not on your life. I don't trust them. No. I, I mean, I just find the whole thing pretty curious. Fair enough. Also, with seat belts, seat belts and airbags saved my life here about four years ago, too. My car rolled over, and I'd have been a goner, that's for sure. But where I was, hanging there in the white, I thought, with all the clouds around me, I thought, man, where did I end up? Because <laughs> it does get white when those things go off. No, uh, no offense, but you sound like a very dangerous person to ride with. <laughs> yeah, you're crash, yeah. A crash a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's one of our... Oh, well, it's uh, over, you know, it's over a 60-year, almost 60 years of driving, so... One bad. of our listeners sent us a note one time uh, well, on our Facebook page because there, somebody had linked a video of a crash that had happened in front of them, and they said they never wanted to get a dashboard camera because every time you see one, it ends up in an accident. So <laughs> 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 they just oh, don't show man. you that you know the 500 million miles that they've traveled uh, with it without incident. So, hey, well, Lance, enough. that's a good question or a good remark about helmets, and I think uh, we did receive one email in the newsroom today asking why we included the helmet information in the story that we posted at WKOK.com. And uh, I just said, we, you know, we kind of provide all the safety information that the state police make available to us. If people wish to, you know, if they have to debate or they want to decide whether or not to wear a helmet or, you know, that that, that question is still out there, of course, perfectly legal in Pennsylvania not to wear a helmet. Uh, so, you know, that's why we put that in there. And it may help somebody to decide. Additionally, I think we put in 
seatbelt information for people that are involved in a collision. Uh, there are seatbelt laws in Pennsylvania, but nonetheless, it's put there so to help you decide. Uh, you know, it's more information that may help you decide how you want to drive or whether you want to wear a helmet or, or not. I, I tell you what, folks who have been in motorcycle accidents and afterward talk about what you're talking about, show off their damaged helmet. It's a convincer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, gave mine to a fellow who said he was going to give talks on wearing a helmet, and I never got it back. <laughs> okay. But I think it went to a good cause, though. Well, we've seen the scratched-up helmets, same with the bicycle helmets that people wear. You know, you've seen them all damaged, you know, saying that uh, your your head would have been the first one there if it weren't for the helmet. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, you got that right. All right. Um, could, could I just say one more thing here about a kind of unrelated subject? We have a minute, so you could Okay, all right. Uh, the guy who was on the radio this morning uh, blasting beef down the road. Oh, that was uh, Jack Miller. Yeah, he's a, a yeah. Uh, plant food guy. Yep. Well, take heart. His uh, Democrats are really working on that hard. Uh, the person they put in charge of the Bureau of Land Management would be probably a relative to his, or at least a cousin, they want to pull out a whole lot of grazing lands that are owned by the public out there. There's public land that a lot of beef is grazed on and doesn't want to renew the leases. So that would really put the kibosh to everything. Right. Well, if you're a climate skeptic, that interview was not for you. So. <laughs> no. Well, considering that's here, that's what pays the rent. I got a dozen head of cattle here every year. Right, you know? so you're a fan of beef. Well, and I, th I think one of his main points is that folks could start to taper down, you know, within a decade or two ahead. If everybody ate a little less beef, the planet would be happier. And, of course, his... his Chickens would not be happy, however. Uh, well, not necessarily, <laughs> I suppose. But, he, well, he advocates primarily plant-based foods. Of but course he does. There are theories <laughs> that you could grow grains instead of They're beef. They're take my steak out of my cold, dead hand. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, okay. Lance. I'll you get bet. my conclusion in yep. another day. Appreciate it. All Thanks right. for checking in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Write it down during the 9 a.m. Well, write it down now, but use it during the 9 a.m. hour. We're going to, we got open phones coming up. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. Nearly open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across me, very well rested, and did a lot of reading on his uh, week off. He read the entire 1619 series of essays and books. And no, I finished I finished uh, Jeff McCausland's book. Oh, I see. Okay. He still refuses great to, book. Great to, book. to learn anything at all about slave history in the U.S. But right, I know nothing of it. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
They never taught us that when I was studying to be a history teacher. They I'm just aware. lost right over it. I am aware. Okay, <laughs> everybody's aware of that now. All right, so Joe McGranahan is here. I am Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I completed 90% of my honey-do list while we were both on vacation, so uh, we got some uh, work done last week and, you know, did kind of like day trips and things. Hey, and uh, we would very much like to hear from you today, so call in. What did you do during our vacation? <laughs> Boy, there's an exciting topic. <laughs> All right, no, we, we can talk about bigger topics than that. We can talk about some of the items in the news. Uh, we have Republicans purchased an ad that will air during the Major League Baseball game tomorrow night, the All-Star game, so we can talk about that. Uh, they are trying to set the record straight as it relates uh, to uh, the Georgia's, uh, Georgia's voting, voting law. law. So, yeah, we can chat about that if you so desire. We have an email. Yeah, when Lion Joe Biden got four Pinocchios for his comments. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Okay, so yeah, a little bit of misinformation from the president. Have we, as we have learned in the previous uh, six years, goes a very long way. So we can we can find out more about that. Uh, you can email us at on the mark today at wkok.com and just send it to on the mark at wkok.com. You can text us at seven zero two three six. We have uh, two comments related to our previous topic, and that is the slow spread of COVID-19 in Snyder County. And according to the State Department of Health, there is one new case since Friday in Snyder County that uh, an individual's tested positive for COVID-19 since Friday. So that would mean one new case since Thursday, since Friday didn't have any new cases. So I think that's probably why you see very uh, f little vaccination taking place now in Snyder County. As most folks say the pandemic, uh, the folks that have had it, it wasn't widely spread to start out with. And folks are maybe using some basic precautions, and uh, they're not masking. So, But one new case since Thursday in Snyder County, says the State Department of Health. One of our listeners says, living in fear is just what the government wants to gain more control over we the people. It's time to tell them no more fear says uh, one of our good listeners. And another one says, Eric, you read this, please. Eric, where is your faith? I have a suggestion that you would get rid, or get all of your family vaccinated. That way, your faith can take hold in that vaccine shot and you can enjoy life with your family. Just a suggestion from a fellow Susquehanna Valley person that has been vaccinated, but I am not concerned about others other than allowing their freedom to choose. All right, so let them choose. All right, so on the marks sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM, some brief news headlines. Uh, there was a tragic motorcycle accident last evening in Montour County, Liberty Township, Montour County, 46-year-old Sean Dunmire was killed while riding on Stump Road. A deer ran onto the road. After the collision, Dunmire died and a passenger was taken to the hospital. Cindy Swanger of uh, Danville there. An alumni wall of distinction is coming to the Shikolimi High School in part to serve as an inspiration to current students at uh, Shikolimi. To let them know, hey, this is what you can become. These are graduates that uh, walked in the same hallways. They maybe sat at the same desk. Maybe had some of the same teachers. And they've gone on to do great things. And, and you 
you can as well. The Alumni Wall of Distinction nomination information is posted at WKOK.com on our podcast page. President Joe Biden says he's coming to Philadelphia tomorrow to talk about voting rights, a visit that comes after fights over the 2020 presidential election continue in the state capitol. The White House's announcement Friday gave little details, saying only that Biden's remarks will be on actions to protect the sacred constitutional right to vote in Pennsylvania. Well, that is at the heart of the audit. You know, Doug Mastriano is very interested in auditing Pennsylvania's election at a cost of millions of dollars to the state and counties. Pennsylvania's attorney general is saying no. He's reacting to the request made to three counties to hand over all their voting machines and materials from the 2020 election. David Payne has that story. State Senator Doug Mastriano is seeking an Arizona-style review of voting systems from York, Tioga, and Philadelphia counties. Appearing on CNN, PA Attorney General John Shapiro said he and Governor Tom Wolf have been in touch with the officials in question. We have advised those three counties not to comply with this dangerous, costly request. The governor has followed suit in that as well. If this state senator issues a legal subpoena, that that would be litigated, and I'm confident that we would win that litigation and protect the will of the people and protect the taxpayers. Shapiro says audits of the election have already been conducted more than once with the same result. There were no irregularities, and Joe Biden won Pennsylvania by more than 80,000 votes. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070, WKOK. What this entails, the request is that all of the voter records, all of the voter rolls, and all of the voter machines and ballots that were cast be transported to Harrisburg. They may or may not be back in time for the general election this fall, and they may or may not be usable, having been interpreted and tampered by individuals in Harrisburg. They may not be usable, meaning Philadelphia, Tioga, and York counties would have to buy all new machines for the fall election. State Senator Jake Corman says that the governor's directive is wrong. Corman says the Department of State directive is now an attack on the General Assembly's power to review, investigate, and legislate elections. He said the governor's trampling the rights of uh, citizens, and this is another troubling example of Governor Wolf's administration politicizing the agency that's directly responsible for overseeing free and fair elections. So, boy. so why would the machines be unusable in the fall? Uh, because they've been opened and tampered with as they well, conducted the tampered, internal tampered, audit. Tampered, you mean examined, not tampered with. Well, you're, you're making an editorial comment there. Right, but once you access the electronics with a password and you're in there, there's no indication that the machines are usable again. Well, then how do you know that they didn't do that in the first place and that maybe that's why the audit's necessary? I'm just asking. You're saying you think the Republicans are going to tamper with it, but you don't say the Democrats might have tampered with it beforehand. I'm telling you about an (laughs) argument that's happening in Harrisburg. I'm taking no side on this. I'm I'm sorry, but you're editorializing, my friend. Oh, you think so? I believe so, yes. I I can spot them when I see them. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, we have a call coming in, so we'll, we'll be taking that call shortly. Let me wrap up the headlines, and we'll answer Joe's questions as best I can. Pennsylvania Capital Star reporting that 7.1 trillion cubic feet of natural gas in Pennsylvania last year ranks second among states for natural gas production in 2020. That is a state record for gas production in a single year, according to DEP's 2020 oil and gas annual report. Found that while natural gas production soared to record levels, there were 
a record number of compliance violations. DEP says they were mostly administrative and paperwork violations uh, last year. Of course, there were uh, some of a more serious kind. Finally, we do have one more story. This story does not have the solution in it. I warn you in advance, we still don't know what's killing birds. More than 1,000 reports have come in from counties across the northern and southern tiers, according to the State Game Commission. Birds are being found with eye swelling and a crusty discharge, along with neurological symptoms that may lead to death. Rachel Handel, Communications Director of the Audubon Society of Western Pennsylvania, says residents can help by taking precautions. Bring bird feeders inside. Uh, do not fill bird baths and bring them inside. The point being that if we take away opportunities for birds to congregate, we also remove the opportunity for or a disease to potentially spread between birds. The reports span from Ohio to Florida. No exact cause has been identified, but pathogens such as West Nile, Newcastle disease, and avian influenza virus, among others, have been ruled out. Tory Gates, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now you take crusty that back. discharge. <laughs> you take that back. You yelled, who cares during the bird story? No, you I didn't take it say back. That. You did too. You bird hater, you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I love birds as long as they stay off of my windshield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my neighbor wanted to put his car in the tree yesterday and parked under a mulberry tree. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is the last way <laughs> to yes. take care of that. All right, uh, we got another caller standing by on a nearly open phones day. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Than you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. I, too, am disappointed with the uh, statistics of people being vaccinated. I'm happy that Joe and Mark and I think Rob in the other room are all vaccinated. Margaret and I are because we thought we should protect our neighbors. Oddly enough, people don't find that to be particularly interesting to do. They are more interested in being uh, what is it, contrarian, than to take a simple shot that has been proven to be very effective. And it's no longer just a uh, uh, an experimental drug. It has run through a lots and lots of uh, tests. And in most cases, it passes. Nothing is perfect. So you now and then find somebody who got the vaccine and now has uh, COVID, but that's, uh, you know, I re I'm reminded of a story, if you don't mind, of a guy who was in his house and it started to flood. And he climbed to the second floor and a boat came along and said, come on, get in, I'm going to save you. And the guy said, no, I have faith. So I believe God is going to take care of me. He goes up on the roof. A helicopter comes, drops a guy down. The guy says, the guy on the roof says, no, thanks, I trust the Lord. And so the house tumbles then, and he ends up at the pearly gate. And, and he looks at God and says, what in the world is the matter with you? I trusted in you. And God said, look, I sent a boat, I sent a helicopter, what else do you want? I think these people who claim to have faith should actually have faith and realize that you take every crutch you can get to be in a better place. 
Yes, but it's those computer chips yeah. that they put in the vaccine that have a lot of people concerned. There you go. Okay, thank you. Well, I hear, I hear crap like that all the time. Uh, before the, uh, uh, one, of, one of the regulars on, on the mark, one of the hosts, called Dr. Fauci a complete scam and a guy who's totally discredited. I'm sorry. It must, well, wasn't me. Ben. <laughs> what? It must well, be Ben. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. And I, I couldn't believe that somebody who educated person is going to say Fauci is a bad guy because the science changes. Holy cow. Science changes every day. Well, and you I must have ad- to listen to each move. I must I admit that I don't have as much respect for Dr. Fauci now as I did at the start because he's just had too many flip-flops to oh, suit bro. me. But you know, I, I think his heart's in the right place. I'm not. I'm not going to say the guy's a, you know, some evil of Svengali who's trying to dupe us. I just think he he's not an evil quack. He's just a quack. Just a quack. Yeah, that's okay, right. I got that. That's wonderful, Joe. I'm sorry that you came into that and started saying that. I thought you had an education beyond history. You know that when new things happen in science, as the coronavirus, uh, you change your ideas as the world goes on. Well, then you you put a caveat to that, then. You say, listen, the best we can tell you right now is that this, it might happen, but on the other hand, we could be wrong and something else might happen. You know, you don't just state unequivocally that this is what you should do, and then it turns out that that's not what you should do. Well, Nathan, I think your call is perfect and well taken, and I would say it's probably about two months old because I think in our area the coronavirus vaccine has really taken a hold. There's just one or two cases per week now in Snyder and Union counties, and of course the disease is not under control. You should be careful. If you haven't been vaccinated, you should keep your distance. If you so choose to wear a mask, of course that would be your prerogative. You don't see too much of that, but I think the disease is right where we want it. You have a few people who choose to get the vaccine or getting it. Just one or two people are getting it in each county on a two or three day basis. You know, goes by until you hear about another new case. No new deaths in Snyder County. So I think we're where we need to be around here. I think your point is perfect. Two months ago when we didn't have a widespread, uh, didn't have it under control, but we almost have it under control around here but that now. doesn't mean that we let up, that we start taking risks or gambles. I think that's exactly what it does mean, that you really? can let up and you can do so uh, satisfactorily and safely. Well, if, if you're vaccinated, perhaps. That could change at any time. And it's not Fauci's fault that new discoveries are found in science all the time. He was quick to tell us. And if you think that's flip-flopping, Joe, you should have seen the flip-flopping Thomas Edison did trying to get that filament to work in a light bulb. Well, it flopped all over. The just place. bear in mind that Dr. Fauci. There's evidence that Dr. Fauci spent some of our money to support that Wuhan lab, which is a little suspicious. Oh, brother! Well, Here wait we go. a minute, Joe. You don't know that story because yes, it's he true. He does. The government helped 
the Wuhan lab at one point, I understand. Well, they bought results. I don't understand the whole story. They didn't help but, the research. They bought results that they are that the lab already had results and a U.S. grant that paid for a wide range of other things. Also paid for some of the results that came out of China, so that we wouldn't have to do all that research a second time. Yes. And, all right, we got to move on, Than. Thanks, Than. That's not Fauci selling out, Joe. Well, that's the way it appears to you, Than. <laughs> all right, thank you so much, Than. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. Take care. Watch Fox News and those ignorant men who they have on there, like Hannity and uh, Tucker Carlson. The right. ignorant men. No. All right. <laughs> Thank you so well, much, Stan. Tonight on Fox <laughs> News, the ignorant men will hold forth. Thank you so much, Stan. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. All right. We've got two open lines. Two lines are taken. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. One of our listeners sends us a note from earlier in the program. We were talking about motorcycle helmets. It says, you know what uh, we in the medical field call folks riding motorcycles without helmets, don't you? Donors. Donors, yes. Uh, <laughs> ER doctor Skinjalewski up at uh, Geisinger called them donor cycles <laughs> that people <laughs> ride around on. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We've got uh, wide open lines this morning and nearly open show, so we would love to talk to you on the topic of COVID. One of our good listeners sends us a note. Yes, Tom says, Snyder County, 80% Republican, 33% vaccinated. Seems to correlate with other parts of the country. Hmm. Excuses, Joseph? I think he's referring to me. <laughs> I think so, too. Are you making excuses for Snyder County? No, I'm, I'm vaccinated. All right. Stan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, you were talking about, well, they had it on the newscast, I guess, about Pennsylvania wanting to do a forensic audit of the election in three counties. Tioga County's up north, right, if I remember right? That's uh, correct. Yeah, that's ultra rural. Yep. Okay. I, I, I don't quite understand why. Was there problems there that we that no, I didn't hear about? No, no. Mastriano picked three counties that were very different from each other. One is urban, okay. Philadelphia. One is midsize and has some rural areas, or ex-urban areas, he called them. And that's York County. And then one is completely rural, and that's Tioga. Okay. All right. That's, that's what I was wondering. But, you know, to accuse... To accuse the the state legislature of tampering with the voting machines that would they would be unuseful in the in the future, 
That's pretty rich coming from some of those people. Well, that's what happens in the past during audits of elections. That's what happened in Arizona once the once the machines were confiscated for the audit. And of course, it was partially paid for by the state, and uh, I guess contrib- you know, Republicans contributed to it. Uh, the machines were no longer usable and had to be replaced at a cost of several thousand dollars to uh, whatever county was involved in in that. So, same thing happened in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, and same thing. Well, then the simple thing is that you make them responsible to replace the machines if they're taxpayers, right? So taxpayers no, have to pay for this. The, the legislators personally who requested the audit, if the so, machines are unusable so because Doug of Mastriano their action, Mastriano has to write a check. Right, the, Mastriano himself has to <laughs> right. pay for this. Okay, that if they be, if they wind up being right, unusable, I'm going to say something here, and uh, if the machines are that easily manipulatable then uh, we've got serious problems. I agree. Okay. All right. So, you know, they say that they're, they're the people that doing the audit manipulated them. Well, who's to say that the people that running them didn't manipulate them? Because from my understanding, what happened out there in Maricopa is that the, the election board there in the county didn't have the passwords to get in to do administrative tasks in those voting machines. They had to go back to... The manufacturers, which uh, like Dominion or whatever it was, so that error in itself is a problem. Well, I have made the same comment to Mark before you called. You know, he's he's editorializing that the people who get them are going to make changes to them. Well, if that's the no, case, no, no, then no, why no, not the people no, who no, are no, put no, them in no, originally? No. I am not supposing anybody in the world would ever make any change to a machine after it's examined. I am simply saying that as that machine, for example, the machines we have in Sunbury are under lock and key and sealed and password protected, and no one is touching them, nobody's opening them, nobody's going to do anything with them until the fall when it's time to put the new back information. If you, once election offices view it, that that is safe, that is free from tampering, once you take it out of Northumberland County, take it to Harrisburg, let them, you know, do the important work they got to do to do their audit, and then if they bring it back in time, which there's absolutely no guarantee that they'll do that, then you don't know if somebody along the way has tampered with the machine. That's all. I am just voicing what election concerns are saying, that they're concerned that somebody could look at them. I'm Sure, Doug Mastriano will not well, tamper you know, with them. If you file a lawsuit and you you're going to present some kind of testimony from somebody, a judge will also often ask you for a proffer. In other words, what is it you expect to prove? And I would think that there would and and you have to back that, back up what you're saying with some kind of preliminary evidence that there's a problem. I don't think the Republicans have done that. I you know they're speculating there is a problem and we're going to go on a fishing expedition, which you wouldn't be allowed to do in court. You have to have some kind of reasonable <laughs> belief that there is a problem that you can demonstrate. But they haven't... Some anomaly that would warrant right. taking these They're machines. They're just requesting the machines. They haven't subpoenaed them, so the counties are, at this moment are at liberty to say no. Well, and I, I think they should. If you have a reasonable belief, you can get a subpoena. And, you know, if a judge th- thinks that you're right, he'll give you one. Go ahead, Stan. <laughs> it's, okay. It's, it's your call. So <laughs> if they're going on a fishing expedition because they may or may not have information, 
then why did all these people come forward and said that things were suspicious? And why did the elections, the vote, the counting stop in the middle of the night and pick up with those hundreds of thousands of votes going one way as opposed to the other? That's the question. Right there is the suspicion. All right, now, but they're the not going to... The only way they can prove anything with that is with the machines and the records from the counties that it happened in. How are they going to prove anything about the vote counting stopping in the middle of the night? How are, they, how are you going to it's, prove it, something's it, it wrong there? It should be in the computer system. All right, well, it will prove that it stopped for a period of time, but it isn't going to show it stopped and they came in and inserted 2,500 Democratic votes. It isn't going to show they that. They unloaded the Democratic okay, emergency they also, ballots. They also want to look at, my, my understanding is they want to look at the ballots, the, the mail-in ballots themselves, correct? Yeah, Not they want the machine, everything. But yep. also the ballots. Right, they want okay. everything. All right, well, maybe there's so something, you know, if they're questioning whether or not they were counted accurately, how many times have they been counted? I mean, well, see, see, Joe, a recount is worthless because if a bank has been given, say, $1,000 worth of counterfeit money and they have $10,000 in an account and they go back and recount the money but don't look at the money itself, mm-hmm. they still come up with the same number, but 1000 of it is still counterfeit. Right, Correct. that's why they want to look at absolutely everything. But everything has been looked at. That's Recounts aren't has just a, t- a retally, you know, like you add up the numbers again, like you could do with your checking account. This is an examination of the ballots, the mail-in ballots. It's look at the programming, when the passwords were empty, entered, when the votes came in. It is They already do that as right. part of a recount these days. Well, and how are you going when to prove... How are you going to prove that the people the were not, recount. not accurately voting? In other words, we don't require voter ID, which we should. So we don't know whether the people who voted actually were the right people or not. And that's why I find this Democratic assertion that anybody who wants to have require identification at a voting booth is a racist is, is absurd. We need to have well, the assurance. I agree with that. Go ahead, we need Stan, to have the assurance that, that the person casting the vote is legitimately entitled to vote. Right. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, st- this will all play out, and we'll see how it works out. Now, there's one thing on the newscast. They had something about, uh, I think it was going to uh, Supreme Court, a case about somebody complaining about passport having uh, being on gender. Did I catch that right? My passport. Uh, you know, yeah, we, were, we were doing show prep to prepare for a great show during the CBS <laughs> News. So we I remember hear hearing a story about that, that you would have an option to be generic. Okay, I'm going to ask a really simple question. Is it when you, people put whatever they put, male or female, on any type of application or or, or, or thing like that, that's an identifier, correct? Yes. Okay, so what exactly is a non-binary? Uh, that's a person who doesn't identify specifically as male or female. Binary uh, see, means so one or the other. So you're not identifying anything there. You can't identify somebody as a non-anything. I got okay. you. Well, you could... They're either male or female. Now we've got the same problem here on the firearms form that we submit to. You know that the, the people when they purchase a firearm has they have male, female, and non-binary. This is supposed to be used as an identifier if there's a criminal case comes down. Correct? Could sure. Oh, it's possible. So all right, we have to. What use is that there <laughs> as an identifier? We have to move on, Stan. We got to move on. I, but I agree with you. I think I that, that. Think about that. That's all I'm asking. I think all that right. causes an issue. You know, you can't you can't identify somebody as non-binary if you're arresting, uh, have an arrest warrant out for them. You need to know right. whether it's a man or a woman. 
Today they dress like a man, tomorrow they dress like a woman. Which are they? Right. They're non-binary. Perhaps confused. <laughs> they may be confused. Thank you, Stan. Thank you so much for calling in. So glad you're Thank listening. You. Glad you're back. All right. Uh, Al, uh, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I was on the vacation at the same time. Oh, were you? Good for you. We, have, we find that many people take their vacations when Mark and I do so that they, they don't miss anything. So. Well, I, I figure I couldn't be on the radio. I might as well go somewhere. Well, one of, we got a, one of the emails. People the have been telling room. us to go somewhere for a long time, Al. Al, you'll be happy to know that one of the emails we received in the newsroom says, I love the best of so much more than the program itself. <laughs> <laughs> and said, why don't we just do best of all the time? Well, We'd run out of material in a hurry. <laughs> But anyway, okay, go ahead, Al. That's not why you called. Yeah, it sounds like we all miss President Trump. Well, um, anyways, China gave us, this is, you know, like kind of like Stan's joke, but real life. Uh, China gave us the Wuhan virus from a lab or a market. God sent us President Trump. Trump cracked the, cracked the whip and got us a vaccination which saved millions and millions of lives. Could have been like this, the Spanish flu where we lost, some say 50 million, some say 100 million. So Trump saved a lot of lives and it just fell down that way. And he was on CPAC yesterday, he was 45 minutes late coming out, but he uh, laid out his agenda again and it sounds like he might be running. So it might be Trump 2024, and um, they did the straw poll there, and it was 70 percent. Uh, <laughs> Among conservatives with Trump, with Trump present. <laughs> yeah, and 21 percent, uh, I'm just point, pointing out the facts. Right. And 21 percent DeSantis, and I'm figuring if they'd be terrible to lose DeSantis as a wonderful governor, but if those two ran together, I think they'd be unstoppable. Okay. Well, especially if it should be uh, DeSantis and then Trump as the vice president, but that's another topic. That's my... Either way. Yeah. Either way, unstoppable. That would be the way to and, go. Uh, and for uh, the voting machines, am I still there? Yes, yes you're yes, on. Yes, yes, you go ahead. Okay, I got a, I got a beep on the other side. Um, <laughs> Biden did say that uh, we had the best voting fraud machines ever made, so he wasn't going to lose this election. And uh, they don't want to mess with those machines, so they'd have to reset them all again to go 1.25 for Biden and 0.75 for Trump. That's the big controversy there, and I'd like to see everything examined again. And if the Democrats are correct and there was, there was a perfect election, what are they worried about? Well, they're phrasing it as like an unnecessary expense, but given the, their willingness to spend tons of money on almost everything, I'm surprised that's their argument. Well, no, that can't be an argument for them. They've already uh, forgot about money. So, if they, like I said, if it's been a no anonymies, everything was perfect. Well, we they can just prove it to us again. And and everybody will be happy. Okay. If it's all proven out perfectly. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Al. Take care. Appreciate the call. Have a good one. 1-800-795-9565. We have nearly open phones. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. 
All right. I was just talking about uh, intrepid ants on our property building scaffolding. So we'll talk about that later. We got callers waiting. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then the caller. Is it possible that there are fewer cases reported because there are fewer people being tested? Those of us that are fully vaccinated are not being tested, although we could still be infected and be a carrier and not know it. Disguised or disgusted over the cheering of the lack of vaccinations at the Trump event recently. Signed Mark II. Although Trump himself is vaccinated. Right, which doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Right. To Mark, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark. I seem to catch all the commercials. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, no. Uh, we had yeah, a guy. We pay the bills, right? Right. Why, why, uh, this COVID vaccine, uh, I'm concerned about how long it's effective and is it uh, compatible with the, the regular flu shot that uh, hopefully we'll be getting uh, sometime in, in the fall. Well, uh, I don't know if they can interact, or I, ha I have no information on that. I've been told no, because I had my flu shot last year and then got the vaccine, and I asked that same question. I was told there is no interaction, and there is nothing to prevent you. I guess the flu shot's egg-based, and the um, COVID shot is not, as I understand it. I, don't well, I, just don't, I haven't heard anything about the, uh, <coughs> if there's going to be an availability of a, a regular flu shot. Well, I'm sure there will be. I mean, they, although I don't know, given the lack of a flu season last year, they probably might not be exactly certain what variant is likely to pop up. Well, I think we're, it's like fighting spooks, though, with open border. I mean, you have so many people coming in that are not vaccinated that, uh, and are not wearing masks, and uh, I guess we're going to foot the bill on that, but uh, until we get some control over our border, it's like... Uh, <laughs> bailing the water out of a ship that keeps coming in as fast as you're trying to bail it out. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's crazy the way this country's being run and the economic policies. Uh, of course, I'm uh, going off in the tangent here on that, but I've never seen economic policies like this that uh, are, are going to be successful. I think we're, we're in deep trouble. Oh, by the way, uh, China threatened Taiwan again, so that's another hot spot that could be a blow up in another year. You know what I mean? Yep. We, uh, Mark, you are not the feel-good caller of the week. We're just going to put it down. <laughs> our, republic, our republic is in trouble, and no one sees China as objectively and clearly as you do. So thank you for that. But you're right, okay. Mark. You're right. It's it's a serious concern. I mean, well, they, uh, the way they're building up, uh, it's, it's, it's very, very... They even threatened uh, South Korea, too, and Japan. Uh, I think they're going to make a move on it. And uh, I, don't think, I don't think we're prepared uh, as far as... Uh, you know, uh, even preparing at home, uh, uh, civil defense is, uh, you don't hear the word anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, we've come a long, long way since the days of the Ground Observer Corps. Well, don't <laughs> worry, Mark. We use the Internet to warn each other about things today, so everything's under control. Right. Well, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure Google, Google uh, with their close ties to China, that's the very... Uh, very uh, encouraging. Well, maybe maybe the NBA will save us. They have all those ties to China to make all that money. Oh, yeah. You know, so yes, maybe I'm they'll find a way. All right, well, thank, thank you. you so. thank, thank you very much, and uh, take care of yourself. Right, you too. You. Take thank, care, Mark. Thanks for calling right. in. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Yeah, well, I think the, the uh, audits are mainly <clears throat> fundraising scams for individuals and occasionally for parties and political movements, mm. but mostly for individuals. And that same is probably true of Trump's lawsuit as well. 
because I don't think that's a real lawsuit either, because if he continues through with it, he'll have to testify under oath about everything he did. Oh. Um, not everything and he did, everything he that, that everything that he posted. And he immediately put out a, a fundraising letter as soon as he filed it. Right. Are you on his mailing list, Chris? And, <laughs> and uh... Notice he doesn't the, answer. The, the audits, I mean, how would these people feel who are so pro-audit if they were going to give uh, some inept unexperienced, uncertified election experts on the far left the machines to play with and see what's wrong with them. And as soon as they get the machines in their own custody, what they find is totally meaningless legally because there'll be no proof that they weren't the ones who did it. You're right. That they didn't plant whatever they end up finding. It's totally useless and a scam. Well, who would benefit from Pennsylvania's audit if Mastriano is successful in conducting these audits in these three counties? And He's then making these a name for himself politically. Himself. Okay, I got you. Yes. And he is... To what end? The what, was he going to run for US, governor? Yeah, no, U.S. Senate, Senate? I think. Okay. Probably senator, yeah. Well, I think it's a waste of time myself. I don't think it's likely to prove anything that hasn't already been hashed over. It can't prove anything. That's my point. Because you have people who are unqualified, uncertified, doing things you don't know about, and then they're going to say, oh, the machines have this. Look. Doug Mastriano is a gubernatorial hopeful at this stage, so not you unannounced. You've got to have people who are certified, and every step is examined by uh, independent observers of what they're doing. Then you might have something, and they aren't doing that. Well, I, I still think, I mean, the election is over. If we've you learned don't anything... Think, I don't think about that. <laughs> well, you, let me finish. Leonard, uh, I really just said I'm, agree, I'm, agree, I'm agreeing with you, Chris. <laughs> you, you should <laughs> stop yes talking an and answer. take the compliment. Take yes for an answer. <laughs> okay. What, Instead of just insulting compliment? me, as you usually do, you might actually listen for a change. Oh, no, I like the insults. <laughs> no, but I, you, you, like, for instance, your, your comment earlier about... Uh, Democrats saying uh, everybody's racist who uh, wants a voter ID. He didn't say exactly not, that. I didn't say that. <laughs> he only said that. that there is a racist claim related to voter ID. Didn't say yes, all Democrats. There is a racist claim in that they are attacking things that will make it harder on the whole for more black people to vote than, and urban people to vote than uh, uh, their voters, the Republican voters. That, that, and and they're and that's obviously their game. They've even said so, and they've shown it through their actions. And that part's racist, but it doesn't mean they're racist for wanting the ID. Well, it's people can, racist for how they're doing it. People can get the ID unless you make it impossible or put a poll tax on it or an education test on it. People can figure out how to get a voter ID. There was a, a, a yeah, reporter. So let me finish. There was a reporter. There was a reporter, Chris. There was a report. Let me finish. There was a reporter who did a man on the street interview with minorities, asking them how difficult it would be for them to get a voter ID, and most of them were offended that the guy would even ask. You know, we, we can figure this out. It's no big deal. <laughs> well, you know, that's the Cliff Reader's version. Of well, it. he's right. He, Cliff's right. All right, Chris, go ahead and he's respond. Wrong on that. Okay, go ahead. In what way is he wrong? It's 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 the per, just you only need a few percentage of the people who it's 
too much trouble for them to do or too expensive or too inconvenient. Right, it's a game of inches. So it's, how do they it's get a their game of inches? That's what they're playing. How do they get their government benefits? These same people you're saying they're poor. They're they're. No, don't ask me. Well, they have to identify Why themselves. I know that? How do you know they're getting government benefits? They have to they're identify themselves. There, Every, you know, you're just making it up as you go along. Do they work, Chris? Joe knows Perhaps it. they would have a social security number that they would have to provide identification to get at some point. Joe, if they're black, yeah, do they well, have well, to they get, get government benefits? Yeah, you take your birth certificate down. So instead of uh, uh, doing that, why don't they just go back and confirm that everybody's birth certificate that was originally presented to the D- DMV is valid? Social security card would be a valid form of identification. No, I don't think so. Yes, it is. They're accepting um, electric utility says all bills. These, uh, illegal immigrants have social security cards, don't they? How do they get them? I don't know, but that's what people call <laughs> up and say. They make up a number. They steal dead people's numbers. Okay, so should they be allowed to vote? Because if no. th- if they have that kind of identification, what's to stop them? Well, they don't want to be caught. Okay. <laughs> you know, you the can't have it both ways. For them, for the right to vote, is is very minimal. There is nothing. I mean, you have to provide identification in this country for almost everything. You can't open a bank account. You can't do anything without so identifying what, what, yourself. What advantage are you getting out of it? That's what I'm asking. You. <laughs> Stan got to the, say the, the assurance. The assurance that you, the people who are casting votes are legally allowed to vote and are voting res- correctly. No, because there's no photo on the social security number, is there? No, but I think a photo ID is not an unusual thing to ask for. All right. It's, it's not an unusual thing to ask for, and if you want to give it to people, and you want to do that all that expense, in order to make the the voting system marginally, very marginally safer, go ahead. Okay, we will. But Thank don't you. Don't put it on the people. Well, who are we going to put it on? The government. Well, the government is the people. The last <laughs> time already, I looked. I mean, if people are already <laughs> registered, they're registered, right? They're, out, they're already registered. They're registered. You mean people right. already registered to vote? Right. right. Okay. So they gave some identity. They, they got in somehow, right? All right. Well, then are you okay with identifying, requiring identification every time they vote? Uh, new identification? All right, well, you, you said they already already well, have identification. New, new identification they have to get somewhere. All right, you two then, wrap then it that up. that raises uh, some problems depending on how you do it. Chris, you got 10 seconds. Last word, go. Last word, go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicles worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Thank <laughs> you.
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We'll wrap up with remarks from our good listeners. One of them says, Chris, your soft bigotry of low expectations of minorities is showing through brightly. They are fully capable of getting a voter idea, uh, ID. rather." Another says, Chris, what are you afraid of with an election audit? Who are you to determine who is qualified or unqualified to look at the election? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, everybody's unqualified in some respects, I would suspect. Well, I, th- I think if an audit was needed, I think you could do it. But this has been audited, uh, looked at, examined, recounted. It's it's all it's already happened. We don't need it. And well, again, if, if, if Republicans, if the Republican Party in Pennsylvania wishes to pay for it and uh, can do so in a manner that doesn't require the counties to buy new machines afterward, I think that could, I mean, that would be their prerogative, I would think. Well, I still think you need to have some good faith argument that there is something likely to come of it. Not just a fishing expedition. Right, and I haven't heard that good faith argument. Well, people said things were fishy. Okay. Would they say it under oath? Did they provide any evidence, or is it just their supposition that things look fishy? There were anomalies. I'm promising you, Joe, there were anomalies. Uh, well, just what were trust, they? No, just what trust me. No. The pillow guy says that there were anomalies. Oh, well, that's certainly I would think he's an expert on that. Upper right hand corner. And Tom says, I wish standing out. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I wish standing out would stop crying. Trump is going to be reinstated as president on August 13th. That's a promise from the my pillow guy. <laughs> doesn't get any better than that. Word. Signed, Tom. <laughs> All right, read this. What do you know? And, gentlemen, I was wondering if there's any updates on the new bridge and the bypass. Well, there was a, stories over the weekend about uh, our Transportation Committee meeting Friday. Where was the, tra- where was the story? Huh? It was in the local paper. In the Daily Right. Okay. All right. And it was Check talking about Daily that. Adam. So, I mean, the Friday's or Saturday's paper has a considerable amount of stories about it. Good. All right. Okay. So there are the details. Are you happy now? Yes. Well, we are. Are there any updates in the paper over the weekend? On the bypass? CSVT? Well, the, well PennDOT is making plans to work 24 hours a day um, once they start the, uh, you the know, southern, southern section. section. Oh, wow. Super. And they're going to work two 10-hour shifts with, uh, I guess, two hours off between each shift to um, maintain the equipment. Uh, they're not using the typical, one of the things that wasn't in the uh, newspaper story, I don't believe, was that they're not using the typical backup alarm machines, you know, with that beep, beep, beep. Oh, okay. So that they're using something new, white noise. It's highly directionable, and it's all frequencies. And they uh, sent us a video, uh, PennDOT sent us a video of what it sounds like, and it's much less objectionable. It's loud, because it has to be loud to warn people that vehicles are backing up. But they aren't going to do some of the more loud, intense things overnight. Um, mainly overnight will be earth moving, it, but it won't be like pile driving and uh, explosion de- detonations and things like that. So, I mean, they're, they're working with the municipalities to try and make sure that whatever happens is acceptable. But at the same time, expedite, move things along. Right. Okay. Save at least, uh, do it all in one construction season. When's my northern section open? You got five seconds? Uh, as scheduled, 2024. Next year, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's two years from 2020, now. I'm sorry, next year. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury.